Oh, man. Listen, you guys are here for a treat today. Welcome on into the Stream Factory Podcast. I know it's been a minute, but life came by and it's hit me like a fucking truck. So we're here today. We're going to do a great-ass stream. I got another amazing guest. Um, I know everybody seems, it seems like I'm doing... I'm just interviewing the people from Abit Dojo, which is fine because it's my team, and everybody can kiss my ass if you don't like it. But on the real, on the realness though, it's about me and a, a bunch of dope content creators that are either partners, affiliates, or just people that stream just in general. And we want to just put out their story and figure out why they do what they do. So today's guest is none other than one of the leaders of Eight Bit Dojo, Flibby Flam. Check out this little clip of him doing his thing. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome on into the Stream Factory Podcast, Flib D Flam. Flib. <sighs> now we get to have a little more of an intimate conversation because we just kind of played games together before. Dude, you know what? And it's 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 awesome because I, I thought I muted that. Look at this look how you start out. I thought I thought I muted everything and this is it just went from intimate to like here, let me interrupt this let me interrupt the conversation. I mean if you got emails I mean, to do you know like, what, Flip? <laughs> I know you're a very important guy. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's just annoying. Um, yeah, you know what? You're right. Like, we get to have an intimate conversation now because we've gamed a few times, and I've watched your streams, you watch my streams, and I just love your energy. I love your personality. And Aww. when I game with you, it's so much fun. And I think sometimes I lose, I, I lose grasp of what streaming is um, when I'm, like, trying to fo- focus on trying to make it too much of a business and having fun and enjoying the moments and when i come on with you like it, it goes out the window like we're having fun and i love mm-hmm. that so with that said who is flippity flam like why did you come into the streaming world i came into the streaming world about six years ago now and six mm-hmm. years it's been a long time i i lost my job at the time now i had nothing to do right i had nothing else to do and getting another job, I was like tired of working for other people. So I'm like, why don't we try this streaming thing? I really like video games, so why not do the streaming mm-hmm. thing? And I did 12 hours a day, six days a week. I don't recommend anybody ever doing that. It did work out because I got partnered in about two years, but damn, that is a lot of time. Like I, I only had time for stream. That, that was it, because yeah. I wanted to expedite my own community. And man, that... It seems so far away now because everything has <laughs> changed so much. Like my stream changed, like, man, it, it's been good though. Like the experience from it is such a different experience than anything mm-hmm. else out there. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and a lot of people, and that's, and that's, and it goes back to the whole part of like losing the fun part of streaming because I know you like you said you wanted you got there mm. you took two years and you were just that's all you did six days a week but I guarantee you were having a lot more fun in a sense now, now that you look back you're probably saying to yourself man I what the hell was I doing but back then were you thinking about it as a business that hard or were you thinking about I'm having fun I'm just gonna go with the moment and in the beginning it was all business it was all business really what games can I play to get more viewers? What can I do for content that gets my name out there more? Like, 
that's a it grind. is a grind right like 12 hours of streaming and then another four like 16 hours of my day was on twitch and nowhere else because it was networking after that it was working on new layouts because i used to do all my own layouts and everything like that oh my you know what <laughs> wow okay so that's and then wow that's totally like that just that just threw me for a curveball because now it's like you went in and you came in and you're like i'm gonna do this hustle and you like and you just said you don't you wouldn't recommend that to I anybody no because i after i got partnered it was one of those things where like oh okay i did it and like now what like now i i didn't have fun with it so it was back to trying to get into having fun again with streaming and when you're mm -hmm. having fun your viewers are having fun your community's having fun and it makes for the best mm -hmm. content out there, at least in my mm -hmm. eyes. And I, and I, and I, and I know you and you've and you've helped me with that a lot. You said that a lot with me. We've talked off stream mm -hmm. and we talked on a side. And I'm always like, you know, like trying to just learn from people that you or general answers that you know you figured out in a sense how to get to that point. And obviously, it's a lot harder now because of COVID. And a lot of people jumped into the streaming world, which is amazing because it opened up the community even more and it's expanded it a lot more. But there is a grind mm. to it. And, you know, talking to you on the side, it's like, what do you do to get better? Or how do you do it? As, how, like, how can you further your career? And you, you constantly say, have fun with your community. Enjoy the time. Because you can get lost in the sense, like you said, but you're doing 16-hour days on Twitch. That's a lot. I mean, if you, if you were to sit back and break down the numbers of hours put in compared to payout, like... <laughs> Is the is the grind no! worth it? No, <laughs> You're laughing. It's not. At least fiscally, right? Because holy mm -hmm. crap, do streamers not make enough money? Like, period. I, they had the wages that was thrown out there, right? Somebody got all everybody's wages when mm -hmm. they were paid out, and they threw it out there. And ninety nine percent of streamers, only the top one percent, actually made more than minimum wage. Holy. Yeah. How? Yeah. <laughs> so, and 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 that's and that's and it's gonna be like easy. That's gonna be. I mean that. Like I didn't want to get there that fast, but that transition is so much easier to now. Like what you're doing. Like you're like. And that's a lot. I think a lot of people, especially with Eight Bit Dojo, we're trying to figure out like how can you grow your brand outside of mm -hmm. just streaming. Like people have to realize that you can't put all your eggs in one basket. I mean that's just in life in general. Like you can't just say I'm going to be a full time streamer. That's it. I'm gonna make so much money. I'm gonna be rich. That's not, that's not, obviously that's not, that's not what's going to happen because you're making less than minimum wage. So what, how do you expand? Like you've been part, you're a partner. How do you expand that brand now to say, how do I make more money and be successful? And what is success in a sense in your eyes? Man, that's a good question. So for me, it was like, I already had the skill of streaming, right? The skill of talking to people, the skill of having fun, playing video games while managing and talking with the chat at the same time. And I felt Mm -hmm. It was time to expand my skill set to give give myself some more marketable skills for people, which is why I looked at editing. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing that I think is totally underutilized on Twitch and very underappreciated. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people just expect you to do it for free. And I'm like, no, I'm not looking through a four hour VOD <laughs> for free. I'm sorry. Go kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot, like it's, and it's man i love the transition into editing because a it's more consistent pay which is really really nice yep. like i don't have to worry about my month to month yep. right like i don't have to worry oh man i didn't get you know my 80 subs for the month 
I'm screwed. Like I can't pay mm-hmm. my bills. I can't do, I can't go out. I can't get anything that I, I would like to do. And then mm-hmm. that adds such another level of stress onto it. And just making that transition mm-hmm. from streaming to editing, like all that stress is gone and I can just focus on the task at hand, which is making the edits, making something funny, cutting things down into giving some comprehension to like a, a playthrough or a highlight. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different monster, but I, I love it so much more. <laughs> and like you said, that's the thing that a lot of people don't pay attention to. Like people just think, hey, I need an editor because I don't have time mm-hmm. to do my own stuff. So I want to I'm going to give somebody else to edit my stuff. But then when you come down to it, like editing, it's it's a career. Yeah. Obviously, I do it for a career. You're doing it now for a career. You need to get paid for that. So how do you how do some, how does somebody that's a small streamer in a sense how are they gonna like? It's hard for them to juggle, or hard for them to understand that. Hey, I'm not making money from Twitch, but I want to get bigger. But I also have to invest in myself and pay somebody to do a job for me. And obviously, you could go on Fiverr. You can find no, 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 no not throwing shade on Fiverr because there are some people that are are real great editors on there. But you you can find editors very cheap on there, and they're not getting paid. And at the end of the day, it's just go, it goes back to the same thing. Like you're going to be wasting your time, putting all this effort into something where you're not, you know, we live yeah. in a country where we're capitalism rules and yes. you need money to do things. And with inflation and yeah. that's, a, that's, another, that's another subject. We're not going to go there, but we're going to keep this happy, but you need to get paid. So how do you, how do you, how do you explain to somebody that wants to be better and, or get their, or to grow their paper and say, Hey, you need this to be better. You need, you need to pay me. Like I need money, even though you're not making money yet. Like there's a, there's going to be a bigger picture at the end of the road for you. See, and that, in that, sense. Yeah, that is, that is the hard part, right? Like how do you get paid for doing something that other people don't really look at as a job? Because ed- editing is mm-hmm. definitely a job, but like being a Twitch streamer, a lot of people just look at that as, oh, I can play video games too. Go look at me. Like, yeah. How, at least that, that's how a lot of people have explained it to me. <laughs> like, oh, look at me, Flip. I'm playing a game for people. You're going to pay me now? I'm like, asshole. Like, <laughs> <laughs> man. Ah, uh, that's. I mean, <laughs> in terms of like editing i think it's a lot easier to throw yourself out there but like for people who are who may not be able to afford somebody like say full time like i'm doing for general right now mm-hmm. you can also try and make it as easy mm-hmm. as possible for that editor to keep down costs right like if you want somebody to make mm-hmm. highlight videos for it do the clips yourself and then send it to them it's so much easier for me and i know a lot of people yep. if i go through a two minute clip rather than a four hour vod it's... Yes, <laughs> I mean, I mean, getting paid. Like I can tell you, when I'm doing an independent job for a client, if they want me to do it out, my edit yeah. rate per hour <laughs> is pretty damn high. And four hours is, you know, I'm going to sit there for four hours, and that that's not just going to be straight yeah. four hours. That's going to be eight hours. You know what I mean? Like I'm not a robot. I don't just sit in one thing and watch four hours of somebody playing. A video. Yeah. I can't. I can't imagine that. You know what I mean? And people don't realize that that there's a cost behind that. Like it's not just oh, this edit is only going to take you two hours. This is only two hours of footage. Like that's mm. not how it life seems works. Seems to be like sorry. The amount of footage you have, it's triple <laughs> just... the amount of time to get something out. Because it's not only yep. like doing the man. Yep. And then... I did um, General's new to me, need to you series, which is on his YouTube. Go check that out. And that was mm-hmm. man. I'm so much faster at it now, but it's like a layers because you go through it at first and you make all the cuts. You get all your ums, ands, uhs, likes, you knows, all the dead space out of it. And then you go back in 
and do all your your funny edits, the zooms, and and the things that make it comprehensive, that make it actually a clip. Yep. So much, man. <laughs> so, so with that said, and 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 that's another thing that I'm trying, like you know, especially like you said, someone with your experience, like how much, like what is digestive content now because we're yes. going you know everything is so fast and you have to keep up with trends you have to keep up with flows you have to keep up with you know in some in some aspects and i always talk about this with my wife like not knocking anybody but sometimes tiktok has literally destroyed the creative space in a sense because in order for you to trend you have to mm-hmm. follow what they think is trendy so if you hop on a song that is trendy you're going to get more likes but if i try to find something that's not trendy i'm not gonna i'm gonna get shoved to the side so how do how do you find something as a as an editor and creating content for other streamers how do you find what is going to be something that's clickable and digestible for them or for their viewers to say hey i want to see this person's yeah, that's a tough next one, video because you're right tiktok really has kind of destroyed that space and where like i even see it with my girlfriend like going through like oh, nope don't like that onto the next one up oh, don't like that on the next one even if it's like really unique content it, it doesn't hit you in the right spaces mm-hmm. No. And again, not knocking TikTok and not knocking people that use it and are successful on TikTok. But to me, you know, as again, it's it's weird as somebody that, like, you, you know, our job is to come up with an idea and a look and a theme. Because at the end of the day, if, if we just followed the TikTok rhythm and just follow what people did and say, hey, we're going to do exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Then there's no point of hiring editors anymore because then they somebody can say, I can do that myself because I can literally just press the clip, record it, but upload the sound. So how do you, again, how do you find something where it's like, I want to see General Andrews' new video that's different and make it something. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and your job as an editor is to make sure that so it's something that is digestible I to them. When I went to him was because I watched I, I watched a lot of Markiplier videos and a lot of Jacksepticeye, like the, those big guys. And mm-hmm. looking at their videos, their edits are not complex, right? They're not super duper. They're not super mm-hmm. fancied up or anything like that. They're simple zooms, cuts, mm-hmm. and edits. To make what the person is doing shine. Yep. So that's what I've wanted to do with all my clients and people that I edit for. I'm trying to make you shine through the simplest way possible. Rather than try and doll it up to something really big. Because A, those take a lot of time. (laughs) That's going to be, yes, it's not. (laughs) Like I remember trying to do one thing, which was like throw throw a foot soldier at the, at the, front camera and have it break like glass and have them sliding oh down and that took me like 45 like 45 minutes to an hour and a half for just that one little like five second thing yep. that five second thing i'm like no <laughs> very few of these <laughs> you know and that's and that's and that's funny because that's why like i sent on the on the eight bit dojo stream that's why i gave everybody like a template i was like listen you know like when it comes to work, when it comes like if you want something unique, yes, it's going to take a lot more time and a lot more manpower. But if you need something to put out really quick, and that's the thing, because in order for us to keep up with trends and keep up with content, you have to keep putting out, you have to constantly put out. So instead mm-hmm. of sitting there and wasting, not, not wasting, but instead of sitting there and, you know, putting in a, a lot of man hours to make a move, just use a template and put it out there and it gets out there quicker. And it's something, again, because the minute you put it out there, that video is already old. You know, like that video yes, is gone now. Exactly. Like it's, there's nothing else to that video. Like you can't, don't even look back at it. If you want to put it on another on another social media page, you can, but it's done. So instead of wasting that time or putting so much man hour into a move that's going to be like, this is great. 
this is gonna be this this thing hitting the screen is gonna be great. And all of a sudden you're like, wait, that's well, that's yesterday's news, you know, and that's yep. two hours gone, and it's, it's so different. It's nuts the the dissemination of information and how it goes through like Twitter and TikTok and all those things. How how quick it is, mm-hmm. especially growing up in an era where there was like no internet. There was you got your news from the freaking paper. Yep, and. It's so weird to to grow up with that and see how it is because even I've become desensitized to it, like in how quick it flows, mm-hmm. and it's it's an extremely difficult space to work in because nobody has the answer, right? Yeah, nobody has like a firm, clean cut. Like this is how it goes. Like if you do these ten steps, that then you'll become TikTok famous. No, nobody has that because that would be amazing become, if we all yeah, do that. We'd be rich. Yeah, we'd we all would. be rich. <laughs> We really, so, really would. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I'd be walking around the street naked, probably saying "kiss my ass" too much. Yeah, but exactly. yes. <laughs> um. So with that, and, and then again, so then now, in the, like in a way, in a way to come back full circle down. So now that content is going out so much, like content is so fast and so quick. And you already said that you wouldn't recommend somebody streaming, you know, six days a week. 16 hours of work. What do you think is this? What do you think like in for the future of streaming? What do you think is going to be the next success? Because obviously mm. like, I mean, I saw even general Anderson is taking a step back where he's only streaming two days a week and then putting out the content separately. Cause obviously the wear and tear on, on our personal selves is a lot. And it is. you know, I watched it. I watched a clip the other day from um, Amaranth. She did a vice interview and she was talking about, you know, you know, people can knock Emmerich as much as you want. You, if you like her, dislike her, but she is putting a shit ton of work in for the past five oh, years. Yeah. Like she said, she does not take a day off, and she knows that she's riding that train. She's making one point five million a month. She's riding that train. She's you know she's successful, but obviously there's going to be a point when you know, like we, if people can't sit, sit around for ten, fifteen seconds to watch a TikTok, what's going to let somebody say, "I'm going to watch this guy stream for eight hours"? You know, like yeah. where is what is the future of streaming in that sense? <sighs> Streaming, like, I've thought about this a lot, too, because it, mm-hmm. it's so different from when I started where doing 12 hours a day actually netted you some gains, mm-hmm. right? And and nowadays, it's the complete opposite. If you're, if you're new or if you're up-and-comer, you want to do less mm-hmm. because Twitch's algorithm for growth is garbage <laughs> because there is none. There, there's no algorithm for them to put you in the system or like there's nothing. Everybody says there is, mm-hmm. but I'm like, no, there, there's not. The data doesn't reflect that. Mm-hmm. So you take that, you take, you do one day a week, you do two days a week. As long as you're consistent with it at the same time, day, whatever, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But you need to take those other four days, four or five days, and then, you know, have a couple of days off, whatever, and mm-hmm. go to other platforms. Like YouTube. YouTube actually has an algorithm that is very, very good. It's and and and, and okay, so now again now, now that goes down another rabbit hole. Now that you know, you found your success on Twitch and you've been here and we and Twitch has put in, you know, at the end of the day, Twitch has put in a lot of work into in the sense of building up what it is. YouTube is not there yet. YouTube might take a while to get to that level because a lot of people are still loyal to the Twitch brand yeah. and the Twitch and how intuitive and how interactive it is for community build. YouTube is not built on it. YouTube is just like, hey, we want to find a way to get a money grab and we're going to do that. And if somebody comes over and we get the clicks, then great. But where do you see, do you see YouTube, do you see a lot of people from Twitch going to YouTube? Because that's what people, I mean, YouTube wants that, obviously. They but do, do yeah. you see a lot of people saying, hey, I want this kind of content on YouTube because it's, you know, 
it's it's hard. Like I honestly haven't watched a lot of people on YouTube. I've tried to, and I'm like, it's not as interactive. It's not, and I think that's their biggest flaw is that the streaming section of YouTube is it's garbage. Like the UI isn't very friendly. It's not. It's not like Twitch's at all. If they were to take what they see at Twitch and do it over there, it would be over and done with. Mm-hmm. If they just cleaned up their UI a little bit, which I'm sure they'll do eventually, but like that's not the case right now, as we've seen. Mm-hmm. I think the difference between Twitch and YouTube is that YouTube's content is, at least from the research I've been doing and all the videos I've watched in the last six months, because I haven't watched a lot of YouTube unless it was like a tutorial, mm-hmm. right? I needed to learn something. I go to YouTube. I got it. But actually watching content on YouTube, it's it's a different level mm-hmm. compared to what Twitch is. Like Twitch is like a live show. You go for the community, you go to interact. You want to watch something that is basically like a like a B tier movie that was made by somebody like you and me. Yep. Done. Like, yeah. It's there. It's all there. Cooking shows. Like it, it's it's nuts the amount of stuff that is on there that is. Just very, very, very well done. YouTube is not also easy to grow on because obviously it's, you know, it's, but the, the, like you said, there is a bigger, and that's one thing that's, that that's one thing I was like, I was like, it's the same thing that's doing research and just trying to understand there is a big, like YouTube has a bigger algorithm and that's just like, they give you a lot more and they're throwing, YouTube is throwing everything at every kind of content. They want, if you want YouTube TV, you have, if you want YouTube videos, you have it. Now they have streaming, you have it. You know what I mean, like game streaming. Like yeah. so, they they're they're trying everything, and so they 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 do it really well. But it's not again, it's not like it's not community based, and that's it's not yeah. And so there's a lot more from what I've seen and what I what I've felt too. There's a lot more disconnect between the audience and the the YouTuber, which mm-hmm. is not a bad thing, I don't think. Because when you get too close to your community, at times like people can burn you. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. of infighting when it comes to Twitch. Which I know the the partner affiliate thing has has come back and people are knocking heads again. I'm like, guys, we're all here on the bottom together. Like, let's we're on a, yeah, we're, we're, we're. <laughs> and that's the, and then and that's the, and that's the funny thing too. Like, you would think that with you know a platform that is based on community, and obviously we're all human, we're all gonna make mm. mistakes. But something a platform that's based on community, you think there would be not a lot of fighting because people are all trying to grow. But there is, and there is that ton. dark sea side to it where people are gonna you know throw shade at somebody and attack somebody and you know do whatever they can to take somebody else out. And you're like, but wait, are we all making the same? Like, yeah. are we all doing content? Are we all making money somehow? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's evil. It, it's it, it is. It's like a bunch of people who were, who peaked in high school coming back to relive their glory days at times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Get over yourself. And it, you know, and it, <laughs> And that's another interesting part too. Like I know, like I don't know how old you are. I'm old. I'm forty. I'm about to be forty two this mm. year. And you know, obviously, we are we are a different demographic than a lot of the people coming up and watching games and playing games. And you can see the numbers. Like I think Fairy posted on the Discord yesterday about the the numbers of the ages of people that are watching that are on Twitch mm-hmm. and on YouTube. And like you look at it, and it's obviously it's not our it's not my age group at no. all. Like Same. I'm a. I'm a rare breed. You know, there's a lot of older folks that are playing the games and trying to do what they're doing. And there's a lot of dads and family guys that are like, Hey, I found my second win in a sense, but how do you, how do you, how do we stay? How do we stay in that mind frame of like, Hey, how do we attract the younger audience to follow us? Cause obviously the younger artists want to see, they want to see the pros play. Yeah. You know, they want to see the scuffs and they want to see the, not scuff, scum, scum. They want to see the great gamers. 
I said scuffs. I'm like looking at my controller yes. and I'm like scuffs. Scuff. Scuff. Works. It works. I'm, yeah, you know it works. Sorry, <laughs> I actually should did it. I actually recorded that dude live. <laughs> but how do we stay consistent as an older generation? You know, in a playing field that obviously is a lot younger. That's the heart of that man. That that is a tough question. I'm doing all this. I'm just. I, mean, I know. Yo, you don't come I, on this show for it. Fucking seriously, right? Flip. I just want. So I just wanted to stroll, and he's over here slapping me and throwing me through the gauntlet. There's machetes coming down. It's like, oh, this is what we do yeah. here, damn it. Man, I would say that's hard because. It counteracts what, what I always try and tell people, which is be you and people will follow you. Be genuine and people will follow you. Mm -hmm. Have have a good interest in the good of your community and people will want to be around it and be about it. Mm -hmm. And it's hard being a retro game guy, too, because I don't appeal to the younger audience. I go for the old folkies, mm -hmm. the ones who are like, yeah, I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember these old eight bit games. I'm like, yes, this is why I play them. <laughs> this is this is why I'm yeah. here. And I would say the biggest thing is just be genuine. Like people will come. Like I've I've had in my community, I've had people all the way from, you know, 16, 17, 18, all the way up to 45, 50. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think there's such a lack of being genuine just in society today that when you are mm -hmm. it on especially this type of platform, it, it really, really shows and it makes you stand out just instantaneously to people. And people can pick up on that energy, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, and I, and I think that's a great way to end the, end the interview and the conversation. I think the idea that, you know, the one thing I've always I always want to try to show on these podcasts is bringing guests and let the people guests know who they are and let them know you know why they do it and you know and then they like you are genuine you are who you are and I love I love game with you I love watching you oh. stream I love seeing you you know go in a different direction and you know grow your brand and you know not just say hey I'm just a streamer because obviously we know the business is not completely mm -hmm. there for that unless you're one of like I said the one percent. And the idea of like just being you and being genuine is amazing. Dude, thank you so much for having me on here. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. This is great. I mean, Flip, I appreciate you, brother. I mean, this is you're a great streamer. Hearing your insight has been amazing, and you know, I love you. Yeah, I love you, what man. you do. And guys, appreciate you guys for rocking out with us on the Street Factory Podcast today. Thanks for my guest, Flippy Flam, coming in here and dropping some knowledge, sharing his information. I'll see you guys in the future. I'm not sure when the next podcast is going to drop because you know life comes at me hard. Well, I don't want to say hard because that's yeah. Let's not let's not go there. Let's take that one out. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I appreciate every single one of you guys. You guys can check this podcast out on all available streaming platforms. See you guys in the near future. Be safe. Spread some love. We're out. <laughs>